Welcome to the Lisa Wexler Show podcast. Think of it like a magazine or a box of chocolates. You never know what you'll get. From politics to pop culture, healthcare to legal issues, it's all here. And my behind-the-wheel chats are personal observations created especially for you on podcast only. Enjoy. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. A lot can happen in 3 years, like a chatbot maybe your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Winston Preparatory School is a leading school network for students with learning disabilities. Learn more about Winston Prep and register for an open house at www.winstonprep.edu. And welcome back to the show. Joining us now is... uh, Trisha Ennis, who has done a really excellent job, in my view, of reporting on a very important story, which is the expansion of Tweed Airport to accommodate Avalo and possibly other airlines that wish to have a lot more traffic in and out of New Haven to various points around the country. Uh, Trisha Ennis works for CT Inside Investigator, and she joins us right now. Hello, Trish. Thank you so much for coming on. Hi, Lisa. Thank you, and thank you for the compliment. Oh yeah, I've been loving. I've been loving your work. So tell us a little thank bit. You. Tell us a little bit. And I didn't realize that you had won an Emmy. Congratulations to you. I did not realize. Thank that. you. Um, what did you win the Emmy for, by the way? Um, so before I came back to Connecticut, uh, I was working at an ABC affiliate in Toledo, and um, me and some of the other reporters uh, reported on the. Um, the arrest of a number of city council members for um, bribery schemes. Oh, wow. Okay. So you're used to undercoving corruption. That's what you do, huh? Yes. <laughs> All right. Well, we're very happy to have you back in Connecticut, Tricia, and I'm really following your work a lot. So you wrote an article on August 6th called The Tweed Airport Expansion Controversy. Why don't you set the stage mm-hmm. for us? Tell us about this controversy. Sure. Um, so... Anyone who's familiar with Tweed um, knows that it is a small regional airport and it straddles the line between New Haven and East Haven, right on that coastline. Um, and they run a few flights out of there every day. Um, Avalo, just uh, like a year or so ago, um, joined in and started running flights out of there. So they run um, you know, commercial passenger flights. Uh, and what's interesting about them, in my opinion, is that they're pretty much right in the middle of a residential neighborhood. Okay. Um, they're and right there. I flew days, into it. I couldn't yeah. believe it. You leave the airport, and the house is right there. There's no room. There's it's no right envelope. There. There's no envelope. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, so the the airport wants to run a few more flights, and they want to ideally, you know, fix the flow of traffic. Because right now, if you're, you're if you're driving into it, you get stuck in traffic. It's not the best setup. Um, and they also want to be able to, you know, maintain. Um, you know, meet federal regulations for the length of the airport. They want to be able to run, you know, larger planes with more passengers. And they can't do that unless they add several hundred feet of 
um, of runway. Mm-hmm. And also they want to add a second terminal that is, you know, more updated, a little, a little easier to access, better traffic. Um, so they, and they also want to add another runway. They want it, which is huge to add another runway. That, I mean, yeah, they have more plans for down the line. Mm-hmm. Um, the immediate plan is just to expand that runway and add mm-hmm. another terminal. Eventually, they also want to add a large apron to house more planes, you know, mm-hmm. further expansion down the line. Um, now, they, they would be doing all of this in land that they already own, but increasing the size of the airport and increasing the number of planes has a bunch of the residents that live right next to the airport very worried. Very worried. They're already experiencing tremendous changes to their everyday quality of life from the planes that are yeah. currently flying in and out. And yeah, they are. They, and they feel like they've been marginalized in the conversation, like their opinion doesn't count very much. Yes, they do. Um, I've been in contact with some of the folks who've been opposing the airport for about a year. And, you know, their main, uh, in addition to the complaints that they have about what would happen if the airport expanded, they feel like they're not being heard um, and that their complaints are essentially falling on deaf ears because there's, there's nothing that's happening that's illegal. Um, it's just something that they feel is going to you know, affect them a great deal, and no one really cares because they're, they're going to be expanding the airport. People are going to make more money. They're going to more business in the area. You know? Are they right, Tricia Ennis? Are their complaints not being heard? And who would be hearing them and be able to influence policy here? Well, I will say that they're they're being heard. I don't know that anything's going to be done about them, you know, because the airport isn't doing anything illegal. They're not breaking the rules. Um, the problem, that, the one thing that they have experienced is um, the mayor of East Haven. Uh, he originally was in was on the airport side. He wanted the airport expansion. He thought it would be good for East Haven. And then he heard the complaints from the residents and thought more about it and, and changed sides. But he's been advocating on behalf of the city at this point. Um, they have submitted over a thousand um, comments to the Federal Aviation Administration, the FAA, yeah. that the FAA has to consider um, before they will approve the environmental assessment that was submitted, um, which that that report essentially is going to be coming out sometime in the next month or so. Well, isn't isn't um, it so they, a fair isn't it a fair criticism? To be honest, to be honest from both sides, isn't it a fair criticism? that the environment there is a fragile coastline, coastline. I mean, it really is. It's right on the water yeah. there. And there's no question that it has to have a negative impact on the existing uh, infrastructure and marine infrastructure and bird infrastructure of this very fragile habitat. Question is, does anybody care? But it's got to have a significant environmental impact, Tricia, won't it? It's most likely going to have some environmental impact. The exact amount of impact, we don't know. And part of the reason we don't know that is one of the things that the, the local activists are saying is that the environmental assessment that they, they wrote for this project doesn't go deep enough. Um, mm. It doesn't really look at the potential impacts that this could have. It sort of suggests a few and some of the, um, the mitigation that they're planning to do or they basically – the, the uh, environmental assessment says that whatever happens will be negligible. Um, what the residents want is the more comprehensive environmental impact study, which would Im- ideally and- give them a much better idea. Of course. And let's talk about noise for a moment, Tricia Ennis. Mm-hmm. Did you stand there and experience the noise yourself as a journalist as you were writing this and doing research yourself? Did, did you stand there and hear the noise? 
Uh, I did not hear specifically the noise out of Tweed. Um, I did previously live near Bradley. Um, and when I was in Toledo, I lived near an airport there as well. It's, it's definitely loud. It's super loud. It's absolutely yeah. super loud. And not only is it super loud when you're there, but I live in Westport, Connecticut, and I'm clearly mm-hmm. on somebody's traffic line. I don't know if it's from Tweed, or, but it's somebody's. And it's been much more noticeable and prominent than ever mm-hmm. before. And there have been a lot of really good investigative stories. One was recently published in the New York Times about how mm-hmm. intermittent noise is not good for us as people. It's bad for our hearts, believe it or not. Very bad. Yeah, it, uh, you know, the increased noise uh, from anything, like traffic noise, but air, airline noise as well, um, can cause an increase in stress for a lot of people, uh, which, yes, can lead to heart conditions and, and other things. Um, so that's one of the things that they're worried about is that increase in noise is going to affect them, but it's also going to affect their property values. Well, don't you think it makes sense that it would affect their property values? I mean, really, would you want to buy an airport? It'd be one thing for buying a, um, a house at a good value, maybe cheaper than generally because you were next to a sleepy little airport that nobody used. Mm-hmm. It's another thing, you know, buying it next to an ongoing construction site, not to mention all the pollution. Yes. Um, so, you know, one of the things that came up in, in my research for the story is I spoke to a couple of researchers UConn, who are going to be doing a study uh, in that area as a result of the airport expansion. And, you know, they said that, yeah, sometimes we might think like, well, if you didn't want to experience airport noise, why did you buy a house near an airport? And, you know, frequently, um, these communities, the air things like that, um, they tend to be lower income. You know, they can't afford a house outside of an airport. Mm-hmm. So they bought a house within the airport footprint, understanding what they were getting into at the time, but not necessarily understanding what could happen in the future. Yeah. So in in some respects, it becomes a larger question about how equity, right? How the investment yep. of people that are poor people, they can't seem to get a break. They buy into the American dream. They buy a house. Sure, it isn't perfect. It was cheaper to start with. But then because of that location and because they're not viewed as a particularly rich constituency, they get piled mm-hmm. on more. It does. It becomes an issue of, yeah, I I can imagine that you would see it that way. You know, and the reason I contrast that is because Westchester Airport is Mm -hmm. also right in the middle of a residential place. However, (laughs) the people that live there are very rich. They are very rich. And when Westchester starts making noise about increasing its envelope or lengthening Mm -hmm. a runway or redoing the terminal, all of the neighborhoods get together and they're like, excuse me, Congressman, I don't think so. And then it goes back down. You know, the, the wealthiest definitely have, you know, more power in terms of swaying, you know, their representatives and, and things like that. You know. So I want to hear from you. We're chatting with Trish Annis of CT and Inside Investigator. As you were investigating this, what do you think the most important things that we in the public need to know about this story? I mean, to me, um, part of part of my beat at CII is, you know, talking about you know environmental issues, and the you know the, the people in the area might be very specifically uh, worried about their own health or their own, you know, sleep because of the noise or you know the property values, but you know those, that's only a part of it. Um, the envir- the possible environmental impacts are the thing that personally I worry about the most. Um, you know, obviously we have to find that balance between you know promoting industry and helping people 
you know, make a livelihood and also making sure that we're not doing something that is going to affect us negatively down the line. Um, as you said earlier, Tweed is right on the water. It's in a very sensitive area for the state, um, you know, and we had these, all this flooding in, in July because of all the rain, you know, an, unna- an unnaturally wet July, and Tweed was basically underwater. Um, it sort of sits in essentially like a dip in the, the topography, so it, it floods very easily. Um, and, you know, they're planning on paving more of this area, and it's right, adju- it's right adjacent to wetlands, um, you know, important wetlands that help mitigate flood, you know, floodwaters and also house endangered species. The airport authority, although um, not available airport, um, who operate the airport, has said that their plans are going to make it better, right? They're going to make it easier to, to manage that water. But they're still paving over an area of land that previously absorbs that water, and it's no longer going to be able to absorb it. So that leads to flooding issues. It can also lead to runoff um, of various chemicals that are used at an airport, uh, including PFAS, which is been a major environmental issue for humans um, that is used in airport foam. And that's what the Yukon researchers are studying, is how much industry and airports contribute to an increased amount of these dangerous chemicals in food that we eat, including seafood. So there are a lot of potential environmental impacts, and it's very difficult to know exactly what's going to happen when you make a decision. Well, no, actually, I think we do know. We really do know. We can foresee these negative environmental impacts. The question becomes, in our quest for what we deem to be progress, which is convenience and ease of transportation and not having to travel an hour when you could travel 40 minutes, is the cost worth it? That's the question. In other words, is the benefit for our – because we're talking about a New Haven uh, airport that is largely going to draw – from Fairfield and New Haven counties. If you're up in Hartford, you're already going to use Bradley. If you're closer to Greenwich, you're probably going to use Westchester or LaGuardia. You're really only Mm -hmm. talking about like a 30, 40 mile wide swath towards the water and a little bit west. And uh, the question is for our own convenience, and I sit at the juncture where I would definitely benefit from the New Haven Avalo, the cheap flights, which by the way, I only see as a, um, a temporary inducement. My, I'm not, I'm not that stupid. In other words, right now they want me to fly a Velo for 25 bucks, but who are we kidding? As soon as they become settled, they're going to, they're going to make it the same price as JetBlue anyway. But I am not willing to be bought off as an individual because in my own opinion, my own opinion, the risks to the environment, um, outweigh the potential benefit for the rest of us. I don't mind if I have to hike another 20, 30 minutes because the way I analyze this, Tricia, is that, mm-hmm. and I'm, I am not a very frequent flyer, but I'm a relatively frequent flyer. I have elderly parents who live in Florida, and I go to see mm-hmm. them every four weeks, no matter what. I'm there once a month, sometimes more, sometimes five weeks, but on average once a month. So I'm not a non-flyer. Mm-hmm. But for the fact that I have to schlep another half an hour, I don't think that my, I think that it's okay that I should have to schlep another half hour and not have to create a situation where everybody who doesn't fly has to have an impact of noise. All the people in East Haven who live near the airport have to have a constant erosion of quality of life. And Mm -hmm. the living creatures in marine biology that are right on the Long Island Sound are going to have a negative impact. 
So I'd be willing to say no, but I, I might be in the minority. And the problem is, Tricia, we're not doing a referendum mm-hmm. on this. This becomes corporate big money interests against the little guys. You know what I mean? Well, Tricia, stay with us. Yeah. We're going to be right back. Stay with us. We'll be right back. We're talking mm-hmm. about Tweed. We'll be right back. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. And we're back with Tricia Ennis for just a couple of minutes. We're wrapping up a conversation about the expansion of Tweed Airport. Tricia, go ahead. You had a thought about this. Yes, I do. And, you know, I think that whether or not pretty much depends on a number of factors. You know, it depends on what you value. Um, are you worried more about the environment? Are you worried more about people and their property values? Are you worried more about increased innovation and, and increased business? Um, you know, and I think we know where c- certain stakeholders fall. Um, ultimately, though, for me, it's a matter of information. You know, I'm a journalist. I try not to let my opinion and my concern, my personal concerns get in the way. And if everything happens the way the airport says it's going to, it could be a benefit for everyone. Uh, now, in my experience, nothing benefits everyone equally. Um, certainly, the airport is very worried about, you know, making money and keeping themselves open and operating and, and increasing in technology. Um, and, you know, that that can come sometimes at the expense of, of people in, in the area. Um, but ultimately, I think I, I fall in line with the EPA and their response to the environmental assessment, which was essentially – if everything is like you say it is, it'll probably be a good idea. But there's not enough information to make a decision. And they really the need EPA more information. does the EPA look at noise or do they only look at things on the ground? I'm not 100% positive on I that. I think that's I key. did not include it. Yeah, um, well, that's a key I, to me. I, yep. I think, I think, like I said, my personal concerns lie largely with the environment, although I have definitely concerns for the increase in asthma that the area has seen um, over the last several years and, and whether or not that will increase significantly more with uh, more airlines and more passengers. Um, you know, the, the problem for me is that there's just not enough information. And there, I agree with, uh, with the people um, that there needs to be more information. They need to be, you know, more transparent, have better conversations, answer questions, um, you know, and see this as an opportunity to prove your case. Okay. Thank you, Tricia Ennis. We're going to be reading your article, mm-hmm. CT Inside Investigator. Thank you for coming back to the state, and thanks to CT Inside Investigator for sponsoring your good work. Thank you very much. We appreciate it very much. Uh, I'm Lisa Wexler. Thanks for joining us today. We're going to be back tomorrow because it's a Friday. Mayor Joe Gannam is expected to join us. Perhaps we'll know more about who is going to be contesting him in a primary on September 12th. But we got a great show for you tomorrow. We also have... Um, Uh, We also have a a wonderful representative of a big company that's made a big splash in Wilton, hiring another 1,000 employees from the Netherlands. So we're going to get into commerce and business and politics tomorrow on the Lisa Wexler Show. Uh, Stick around on WICC for the rest of the day. 
and find me at Lisa at LisaWexler.com or through the WICC600.com website. Uh, LisaWexler.com is having a fresh facelift, a new website we've been working on for quite some time, hopes, hoping we'll debut in the next couple of weeks if I can get around to doing it right. I want to thank you so much for joining us today. Get out there and have a beautiful, beautiful Thursday. The weather is holding. It got a little bit cool. And don't forget to notice the birds and the bees. Thanks for joining us today. Don't forget to listen to our podcasts. Hi, this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win. And support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ. Invesco QQQ is proud to sponsor this episode and even prouder to provide access to innovation for the last 25 years. Basketball has had innovations over the years, too. We're seeing the game played in new ways every day. Learn more at Invesco.com slash QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Thank you for listening. If you liked what you heard, please share it with your friends. And as always, feel free to contact me at lisa at lisawexler.com. 